I will set my eyes on no wicked thing. You know, the psalmist was right about one thing. He was right about a lot of things. But this thing, I really think we should pay attention to. David was literally telling us that we have self-control. I have the power to control what I view in front of my eyes. I have the power to view or to control what I listen to. I don't care if it's if it's TV, if it's a movie, if it's your favorite commercial, whatever it is that you put in front of your eyes, you have to realize that these things shape you. They form you in some type of way. They they in some way in essence can either make you more sensitive or desensitize you. What are you setting your eyes on most throughout the day? What are you listening to throughout the day? These things form your daily life. They form how you respond to situations. They form how you treat people. If you're reading the Bible, if you're listening to worship music, if you're listening listening to uplifting music or watching uplifting videos, then more or less, more likely in your life, you're going to see some encouragement. You're going to be a person that encourage. You're going to be a person that is uplifting, joyful. People seem to flock to you because you bring joy. Now flip that switch. And if you're watching scary movies and violent movies, movies that shed blood, immoral things. If you're listening to to violent music or music that desensitizes you to the point where it's talking about a certain group of people or you know it's talking about women or men in a uh in a in the worst way well you're more likely going to follow that example is because you see those things that you listen to every single day become a form of entertainment for you It's not something that you wish to learn from. It's something that what you want to be a part of. But the same thing can be said about the good things that you do, about the worship music you listen to, about the good movies, the encouraging movies, the uplifting movies. The same thing can be said of those things because yes, now that's a desire. It no longer becomes entertainment. It becomes you want to be a part of that. You you want to do that in your normal life. And so guard your eyes, saints. Guard your eyes. Guard your ears. Don't think that this is just something that you're you're listening to or just something that you're just watching and it doesn't take a toll on your life. It does. It's just that you have not opened up your eyes enough to see what it's actually doing to you. And it is a form of deception. So do not be deceived. The works of the flesh are obvious, Paul says in Galatians 5:19 through 26. Read this scripture. And it can help you. For God orders our steps and by his word he is ordering our steps. And we can plainly see that these things, these fleshly works lead to destruction in some type of way or in many ways. in essence. But he says this, walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. So let's not make this 
something too difficult to grasp. This is just common sense. A kid could understand this. It's simple. You walk in goodness. You walk in love. If you want these things in your life, if you watch these things, if you listen to these things about love, if you walk in peace, if you make that a part of your every life, if you are patient and you make that a part of your daily life, if you have self-control, you make that a part of your daily life, you have a desire for these things, these things you will become. You will want to be these things. You will want to walk in this way. In essence, you are walking in the spirit. And what flows from that is good fruit, fruit that begins to bless people, fruit that continues to bear fruit. As God says, you will bear much fruit, walking in the spirit and abiding in him, Jesus Christ. And so here's what I want to say to you. Walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Be encouraged, whoever is listening to this. I love you. I care about you. I care about your life. Not just this life, because it's temporary. But I care about where you're going to be after when Jesus Christ returns. So if you do not know him, whoever is listening to this, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, what are you waiting for? There's only one that saves. And that is the man Christ Jesus. There is only one name in which we can be saved. There is only one way to the Father, and that is through Him. What are you waiting for? There is no other way. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. If you're looking for direction, look no further because He is the way. If you're looking for the truth, if you're tired of being deceived, tired of going down this road and that road, if you feel like you're always being lied to, you can never come to the fullness of the truth, then look no further because Jesus Christ is the truth. If you're looking for life and life eternal, if you're looking for abundant life, life that continues to live and go on forever and for all eternity, if you're looking for eternal life, look no further Jesus Christ is eternal life will you accept him as your Lord and Savior will you believe that he died for your sins will you believe that he rose again and he is alive right now seated on the throne at the right hand of our father and he intercedes for us he stands in the gap for us. He made a way to heaven of which no man could do on their own. He is the Lamb of God that was slain before the foundation of the earth. He is the atonement and the propitiation for our sins. Are you looking for forgiveness? Have you done something or some things that you can't even forgive yourself for? Well, he died for that. He's already forgiven you. All you have to do is believe. And my friend, if you have done that, as I'm speaking, then I want to welcome you as a brother and sister of Christ into the family, into the kingdom of God. And we'll see each other in heaven someday. You're listening to Wrapped in Yahweh.
This is SB, and until the next episode, see you later.